Before we start today's episode of Zillennial Canon, we just wanted to let you know that there's a link in our description to some friends of the pod, including Adam's second podcast, Aggressively Okay, that he hosts with Joe, Back to Back, SeltzerCast, and a few others that we know you'll enjoy. Thanks for supporting us, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Spider Month. I, I was trying to think of an intro, but yeah, welcome back to Spider Month. You're I, uh, you're webbing it up, Kira. You're I up. really am. Yeah. And uh, you know what they say about uh, webs? What's this made of? You don't want to know. <laughs> very so cool, Kira. Very yeah. cool. Um, my name's Adam, and you know what, guys? We did it. We're in the No Way Home week. Uh, I have officially entered the hashtag no way home sweeps. Um, I'm ready to fucking rock and roll. Um, this is our last edition of Spider Month, even though it hasn't been a full month. But we have a bigger fish to fry next week with a probably a Christmas movie, I'm guessing. Um, and also, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is not a zillennial movie, technically. So yeah. we had to cut in the line here. Um, but... This is fitting, I think, because uh, 2012 is our technical cutoff year, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, this is kind of like the last hurrah, almost, of like zillennial uh, superhero movies. Yeah. So not to like jump right into my thoughts, but it's interesting how you said that, because I feel like this came out at such a weird time Uh where when I watch it like I don't know if it's like a weird time in my life or like my like developmental stage as a teenager Mm -hmm. but when I watch it I feel like it's like a fake movie because I'm like okay well my childhood is defined by Tobey Maguire my adulthood is defined by uh fucking Tom Holland Tom Holland (laughs) I I promise I was not trying to be like um edgy edgy bitch there I, I legitimately didn't I was like the frog twink <laughs> the frog twink I uh, literally all I ever think about when I see that man is like there was like a tumblr post where it, it was like Tom Holland looks like he always has a frog in his mouth that's trying to escape mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Anthony but, Mackie yeah. always looks the same way <laughs> they have a little secret. <laughs> yeah, he's, just a, he's a little guy who knows something other people don't know. Um. <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like watching this, I'm like, this is a real movie that came out. Like, what the fuck? Like, it feels like not not even like a parody of a movie. Like, it just feels like, like, what is this? Well, I've always described it as like uh, the middle child of the spider-man movies yeah me the abandoned and one that carries the emotional burden yeah i think this movie is a weird um amalgamation of like different things like it there's a lot of things i like and dislike in this movie and i but like even that aside like just the production of it all is very weird like 
Um, this movie was like literally conceptualized before Sam Raimi officially departed uh, Spider-Man 4. Mm-hmm. And he knew about the development of this movie. And that's what kind of like added pressure on him to like make Spider-Man 4 as good as it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he gave up and was like, listen, I know you're playing a reboot anyway, so just do it, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, so the one hand, you have like a very, uh, I feel like this was the era where Sony... And Sony's always, like, notorious for uh, interfering with projects. Mm-hmm. Like, they, uh, I mean, watch any Sony movie, and you'll see that from top to bottom. Um, but this is, was like, this one around, of... Was this around the time of the leaks? I don't remember what year that was. That That's more Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Um, because it was revealed in those leaks that um, Andrew Garfield was fired by because he didn't... Um, uh, he did. He he was sick and he couldn't make a Sony presentation, mm-hmm. so they made a deal with Marvel just to spite Andrew Garfield, basically, which is insane to me. Damn. Um, because uh, I have a I have a pretty hot take with Andrew, uh, and I think he is he might be my favorite Peter Parker. Uh, I I I love him in this role, and I think he is a tremendous actor in general, but. His um his passion for the character exudes uh, every frame he's on screen, and I love that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I have a soft spot for every on screen Spider Man, but I almost feel like compelled to defend him so heavily just because I feel like people just dismiss these movies. Um, and I think it's the weakest live action Spider Man movie. But with that being said, it's still a Spider Man movie, and it still has merit. I think. Um, did you see this when you were younger? Yeah, I, I think I saw it in theaters. I can't really remember. Um, I have it on Blu-ray and I have the second one on Blu-ray also, but like, I barely remember ever watching the second one. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was like excited for this. Most of what I remember like surrounding it was, I mean, like I was like on Tumblr at the time, obviously. So, mm-hmm. like, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, like, being together. Yes, that was like, a huge deal. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> and also Andrew Garfield, like, going to Comic-Con, like, in a Spider-Man costume. That, um, the speech he gives at Comic-Con is, like, have you seen that speech? Mm, I don't think so, but I was referring to, like, the videos when he would, like, be in disguise, like, walking around no. with the Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, because, like, he did that for the entire day, and then he ended it by going to the Spider-Man panel in that same costume. Mm-hmm. And he went up as if he was a fan to, like, ask a question to the mm-hmm. producers and director, and then he took he uh, he took off his mask and gave a very passionate speech about how much uh, the character means to him. Um, Dang. And it, uh, it's, it's genuinely a beautiful speech. Um, so, yeah, like, I have, um, I have those, that nostalgia, too, where I, uh, I was keeping up with it. Yeah, I think he's honestly, like, one of the best actors that we have right now, and I don't even want to say that he's, like, underrated, but, like, because, like, obviously, like, people, like, love him, Yeah. but I think he's underrated in the sense that, like, when you think of, like, great actors, like, people don't usually, like, think about him, you know? He's, and it's weird, because, like, he's, he's not just good in everything he's in, he's, like, amazing, no pun intended, in everything he's in, like, uh, uh, Breathe, that Andy Circus movie. Um, Hacksaw Ridge is not a good movie, but he's fantastic in it. 
uh, under the silver light, tick, tick, boom, mainstream. Uh, just uh, I, I want to watch. I, I still have to see mainstream. I was like looking forward to that for years, and then I just like never watched it. It's not great, but he's fantastic in it. And yeah, um, I would say the same thing about Under the Silver Lake. Not a great movie, but he is tremendous. He has his own little like Doc Sportello performance in that movie. It's nice, a lot of fun. Um, I know that we're like a anti Lin Manuel Miranda podcast, but like I really like Tick Tick Boom. Oh yeah, it's a very good movie. Um, I I think I came to terms with the fact that like I like things that Lin Manuel Miranda is involved in if like I don't hear his like voice. <laughs> Yeah. his face because um, when there was like a like a jump scare and uh, a tick tick boom of his cameo i literally lost my mind i was like i know that voice yeah um no i also really like tick tick boom a lot um it's just a very good movie about like failure and uh the process of creating anything yeah and, uh it, it's just really fucking good and that might be andrew's best performance i think he's just tremendous in that movie um but yeah i mean i hope to see him in more musicals soon possibly probably um uh but it's nothing to fall before we started recording yeah um but it's interesting though because like he was cast as peter parker pretty much directly after the social network came out um yeah my god the social network yeah that's probably one of his best performances yeah, this was filmed less than a year after that movie came out. Mm-hmm. And that was also a Sony movie. So it's very clear. Like, the breadcrumbs are definitely there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I think it's a great get. I mean, truly, I I, I love... Because, like, one thing about Toby is that he was very clearly, like, a 30-year-old, even in the first movie. Yeah. Um, but in this movie, at least, I like the scrawny Spider-Man. I like that because that's what spider-man is supposed to be like he's supposed mm-hmm. to be a guy who doesn't have any muscle he's doesn't like he doesn't look like he has muscle at least but he has the super strength you mm-hmm. know he's a guy that you wouldn't presume to be a hero from the outside and uh, i think andrew garfield nails that um yeah he really is just a scrawny white boy yeah and i love that um <laughs> i no i really do because i i mean every no i get what you're saying because I feel like a lot of uh, people, especially on Twitter, have like this weird fascination of saying, you know, the Raimi movies are the most accurate to the comics. And I'm like, OK, there's like literally over a thousand different Spider-Man writers and, uh, and like interpretations of the character. It's been rebooted more times than any combo character in history. I so, yes, like- it may be the most accurate to one run but it's not the most accurate it's great but it's not the most accurate so there's room for interpretation i think honestly a lot of the defenses that i see comparing like raimi's films to um comic books like accuracy is like the idea of like watching it is like the closest you'll get to like looking at comic book frames or panels yeah, I mean, the first uh, one to the second one, yeah. But it's, like, I, I just don't like the... But even, like, thematically, it's, like, you know, the the Tom Holland movies. Like, they misunderstand, like, the character. And there's not enough tragedy. It's, like, okay, well, not every 
Spider-Man run is drenched in tragedy. Like it's not I feel all- like I don't I don't care about that. Like give me fun. <laughs> the exactly. second I think I said this on like the first Spider-Month episode, but like Tom Holland was like, This movie's not gonna be fun. I'm just like, why would you say that to me? <laughs> now I wanna see it less. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I don't I think a lot of that is like journalists like twisting words because it's gonna be fun it's a spider-man movie obviously it's gonna be fun um but i I do remember seeing this um and like speaking of like fun and stuff like this was really marketed as like the serious movie Mm because this was like this is 2012 the i would say the age of the start of internet discourse i don't Mm -hmm. know if you heard that but like that year that's when you know forums were really popping and tumblr and twitter was really like hitting it off in 2012 you know and everyone was voicing their fucking opinion about everything and toby was a meme so i feel like the response from sony was like okay yeah let's do it like dark let's do it like nolan let's go Mm -hmm. like let's show like an angsty peter parker and um i remember seeing this this is actually the first movie i actually uh saw as a member of like a press at a press screening uh, in my life, I went like as a fucking 15 year old critic. I was like, I was a regular LCJ. Yeah. I was just going to say. <laughs> um, yeah. I remember it was like the, a week before it came out and um, I was like amazed by it because I, I got there and they said to me IMAX theater. And I was like, in the IMAX theater. Wow. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and I distinctly remember buying a medium Coke, and a uh, M&M pretzels. I don't know if that's still a thing, but... Oh, those are so good. Yeah, I remember that's what I ate during this movie. I had a medium Coke and an M&M pretzel. And uh, at the time, I loved this movie. I thought it was um, uh, really good. I, I didn't quite love it as much as the Raimi movies, but I was like, this is like a fun, uh, different interpretation. Mm-hmm. And, and then Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out, and I loved that one even more. Um, and then, you know, you know, I want Tom Holland. Uh, mm-hmm. But over the years, I've always, like, kind of kept, I don't know, my heart with these two movies a lot. Um, and I don't think they are, like, the quintessential Spider-Man movies by any stretch of the imagination. They have a lot of flaws. But there's something about them that I really like. Mm-hmm. There's multiple things about them that I really like, but there's some like overarching thing that I can't quite put my finger on. Even though these movies have like the most fundamental flaws out of any other Spider-Man run, Mm -hmm. there's something I really like too. And I don't know quite what it is. It's just, I don't know. I like it. That's all I can say. I really like it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, It's not even that it's bad. It's not that I don't like it. I'm just kind of like... It's there. I don't know. Like, I had it on in the background while I was, like, doing work for school. And it's not even like that was, like, making me, like, miserable or anything. I was just like, this is such an easy movie to just have on in the background. Because for some reason, I just cannot care about these characters like it just feels really like shallow I guess compared to like coming right off of like the Raimi movies where they were literally character dramas well 
I I'm like this these one... these people like I feel like I'm like watching like people pretend to be performing a Spider-Man movie. I disagree with that. I think this one has like an unfair expectation because it came off right off of the Raimi movies. Well, um, yeah, I'm not like faulting it for that. I'm just saying like like what I said before we started recording about West Side Story. It's like I unfortunately watched the new one days before I mean the old one days before seeing one so that was like what was freshest in my mind well I, but I I think it's not just you though like I feel like a lot of people feel that way about this movie where they say you know it's not as like characteristic or character driven as the other ones and um I disagree like with that like I think it has like a very it, it goes for a different approach and it has honestly like my maybe my most least favorite Spider-Man thing out of any of the comic runs is the reboot where they try to tell you that Peter Parker's parents are secret agents. Um, the um, It's only hinted at in this movie, the second one. Yeah. It literally opens with them like on a mission <laughs> together. Um, but the reason why they leave in this movie uh, is because they're like secret agents, basically. And, uh, yeah. Uh, well, kind of. I mean, it, Oscorp shit. Uh, they're on the run, basically. And I hate that. But yeah, it sucks. <laughs> stupid. Because it, it it doesn't matter. Exactly. It, it, it it's like the whole, the whole Ray thing. Yes, exactly. Where it's like, it's not just any person. It has well, to be like, um, I well, don't know. Like, there has to be like a backstory to everything. Well, I, um, I was going to say, like, I don't think it's terribly done in this, even though I hate the idea of it. I don't think it's terribly done. Um, in the second one, it's revealed that the reason why... Oh wait, I can't remember if it's this movie, because I watched them both back-to-back. But it's revealed at one of these movies, uh, Spider-Bite, is because uh, his father uploaded his own DNA mm-hmm. um, to like create the spider, basically. And if anyone else got bitten by the spider, they would have died. But that, like, inherently negates the theme of Spider-Verse, which is anyone could be Spider-Man. Yeah. Which is what I love about Spider-Man, because it's he's the embodiment of everybody. Mm. And But, like, even that stuff aside, I'm, I'm, I'm nitpicking at this point. Like, I don't think that's nitpicking. I think that's a pretty big, like, plot well, thing that, like, is the main theme of these run of movies. Well, I, it's not even really that for me, because I was going to say, like, these things are in place. Like, they're undeniable. I do have issues with them. Mm-hmm. But I think it does the best with these things that you possibly could. Because, like, if you submit the question of, like, okay, Peter Parker has the knowledge of his fan, like, his, his entire, because, uh, like, in the Rain movies, he's not really defined by the fact that his parents left. He has Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Mm-hmm. And he's, a, that's good. And he doesn't appreciate it in the moment, but it's never... Um, rooted in the fact that he doesn't know his own father, you know? Yeah. It's rooted in, like, issues that he personally has with Uncle Ben. Issues he has with his own life. In this movie, it's very much rooted in the fact that he remembers his father and his mother, but he cannot solve the mystery of why they left him. Yeah. And I get that. And I, and I, and I do prefer the Raimi interpretation where it doesn't bother him. Yeah, I think but, that's just kind of like a tired... Um plot in like a lot of movies where it's just like you're not my real parents like I don't know it's like refreshing in the Raimi movies that it's just like this is my family 
Well, I, well, no, I was going to say, like, I, even though I don't like the idea of it, I like the concept of, like, in this one, where it's like, okay, if you set that up, it's kind of cool that the entire movie hinges on, like, okay, what does that do to a kid? Like, yeah. it makes him, because he's not, like, it doesn't say, like, he's an ugly or anything. He's not an outcast because he's awkward or weird. He's an outcast because he is emotionally immature. He's yeah. a guy who is very reactionary. Um, I think out of all of the Spider-Man interpretations, this one best um, exhibits the cockiness of Peter Parker. How um, the first few runs of uh, Stan Lee's run of Spider-Man in the 60s is like, literally, he's an asshole. He's a mm-hmm. cocky son of a bitch. Like, he, he, he's just like this unbearable guy that he has to learn. Like, he has to go through the trials of, like, learning how to be Spider-Man to become a better person. And I love that he doesn't even become Spider-Man until almost the hour mark of this movie because before that he has to like go through the vigilantism of it all. Mm. He has to like learn that like, oh, what I'm doing is bad. It's harmful to people. He thinks he's a hero, but he's not. And I like that. I don't know. It's, and I'm such a fucking dork and I'm a dick writer for Spider-Man, but like there's a lot of things in this movie that I really do dig, genuinely. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I don't really have, like, any arguments for or against it. Like, I don't know. I'm just, like, I, I just mostly have, like, little little quips about it. Well, I think one thing about this movie that's, like, undeniably great, at least in my opinion, um, I think Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield are, like, fucking incredible together. I was just and gonna say her outfits. Her outfits are like cool, but they're wonderful. Sh- but their chemistry together is like you watch it and you're like, oh, love. Yeah. It's like because like you can see them like falling in love with each other like during the takes, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's like a lot of really good, and I, I think I like it so much because they start off as best friends. Mm. it's different than mj because mj he has to kind of like it's it's a whole other ball game but in this they like start off as like intellectual equals like they're both big dorks who are like mm. uh passionate about science and i'm tired it, of people being smart in movies i know that i said the opposite <laughs> yeah literally it's just How, like, yourself. <laughs> i don't believe that andrew garfield and tom holland are smart i mm. only believe that toby Maguire is smart but i'm just like Stop doing science, like... That's Spider... That's literally Spider-Man. I know. <laughs> but yes, change it for Kira. Yeah, specifically for me. I don't think women should be allowed in STEM. I'm tired. Women should get a break. Finally, some common ground for us. Um, <laughs> I... Sorry. I... <laughs> women deserve rest. <laughs> Take away the right to work. Uh, is, is that controversial? Sorry, I just don't want to get up and go to work at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and it all hinges back to uh, Emma Stone portraying a smart woman in this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> we need a, we need a, we need an MJ who's dumb as shit. I mean... I know that she's Gwen. But also, the Mary Jane in the Remy movies like isn't exactly smart 
I think I she's know. I think she's street smart, you know. Barely. I like, mean, she they never like, really indicate if she's book smart, but you know, she's. How many fucking times did she get kidnapped? Like. But that's not her fault. They literally just swoop down and scoop her up. Same with like. It's like, damn, Daniel. Like, why? Like, how many times? Like, have some pepper spray or something. Um, help. Like, it's literally the Green Goblin. Like, <laughs> he has, like, bombs. Like, pepper spray's not going to do anything. Um, the funniest scene in the third one is, like, when she gets into a taxi and it's fucking Venom. So he's like, so, where to? And he, like, grabs her. I'm like, bitch, this girl's not safe anywhere. <laughs> Trying to go home after a long day. It's fucking Venom in the taxi. <laughs> That's so funny. I forgot about that. <laughs> Damn, bet you live like this. <laughs> She's at a cafe in the second one. Doc Ock just like grabs her. <laughs> yeah. My girl is just <laughs> getting scooped up. <laughs> She's just getting scooped up. It's so um, I, I I know you hate smart women, but I uh, I I I quite enjoy uh, Emma Stone in this movie. Um, yeah, she's good. She has good outfits too. I she's my favorite on-screen Spider-Man love interest out mm-hmm. of um, uh, like fuck, uh, what's her name? Kirsten Dunst, who um. I would say barely gives a good performance in those movies. Are you fucking kidding? She's like, I'm sorry. I think she's doing a great job. She's better than Zendaya. That's not true. Um, Zendaya Kirsten... is good in Euphoria. I don't think I've ever seen her in another performance that I've like been like, wow, good job. Kirsten Dunst, and it's not really her fault, but like, she's just there in the Raimi movies, like. She's nah. just... Yeah, that's literally it. Like, she's there to get, like, swooped up. <laughs> Listen, when I said that, I wasn't trying to be, like, misogynistic against Kirsten Dunst. Like, Really, Kira? Because I have you on record saying I hate women. I never said that. I hate smart women. I said that. <laughs> no, now you're going to edit me saying that out of context it's gonna be like a real i think coolsville sucks from scooby-doo 2 moment (laughs) i hate smart women (laughs) (laughs) fucking freddie prince like screaming at the camera um but no i really like her in this movie because i think gwen is just a different foil to peter than like any other because, like, Mary Jane is, like, the comic book accurate, like, you know, I, I I like MJ mostly, but something about Gwen I just love because she's, not even just this interpretation, but the character in general. That's why they made her a Spider-Man character eventually, mm-hmm. why she's in Spider-Verse as her own character, is because she became, like, a fan favorite character. And everyone's like, yeah, it sucks that she has to die in, like, every interpretation, like, why don't we, like, give her powers and don't kill her? <laughs> True. And now, and now Spider-Gwen's, like, one of my favorite combo characters of all time. Because they, they're they like, wait, we can, like, not kill women? That's crazy. Um, 
<laughs> Damn, bro. Yeah. But, no, I, I love her in this movie. And I think every scene that they're, like, flirting with each other is just, like, absolute magic. Um, That, like, first little... Not the first scene they're in together, but, like, that little scene in the hallway after he, uh, dunk, like, like, literally dunks on somebody. And Uncle Ben, like, picks him up from school. The little moment, like, where he tells her, like, oh, he has you on his computer. And uh, she's, like, questioning him about that and get that little meet cute moment. It's just another, like, little Spotify indie song is playing oh over God, it. Yeah. I'm just... Yeah, it has, like... So the weirdest thing about this movie is that it has, like, a really good soundtrack, but it's a soundtrack that, like, should not be in this movie. I disagree. Know? Why should it not be in this movie? Because it should have, like, Hero by Nickelback or whatever that song was in it. Hero is literally becoming one of those, like, neckbeard Raimi bros on Twitter that you just mute the second they start talking. <laughs> like... All right, no, you cannot deny that that song goes hard. Like... Yeah. Hero, Nickelback is amazing. Um, I... <laughs> that song... You see what you're perfect. turning into? I'll give you Vindicated by, um, uh, I forgot the band name, but the one in Spider-Man 2. That shit goes hard. Um, but yeah. Um, no, I like the little indie, the little indie soundtrack of this. Uh, the Discover Weekly um, yeah. soundtrack. Um, because I, oh, something we didn't even talk about, the director of fucking 500 Days of Summer did this movie, Mark Webb. Yeah. Literally, like, for what? Um, well, he, I think he was brought in to bring his more uh, quote-unquote indie sensibilities to the human moments. Mm-hmm. And I think during the scenes where it's literally just characters talking, you can kind of feel that. Mm-hmm. Like, more specifically, like, the Gwen moments. <clears throat> or, like, um, I think one of the best scenes in the movie is that scene where um, he's at dinner and he's, like, kind of having an argument with her dad. About yeah. like what hero is. That was a good scene. Really good scene. Um, he said, uh, he said, a cab. And um, this doesn't count because deleted scenes do not count as much as I hate that. Uh, but <laughs> the uh, Sony like literally cut out like there's an entire uh, six or seven scenes that truly humanize the, uh, the lizard, Kurt Connors, and they make him like a really good villain. And those deleted scenes are like really fucking good. Um, mm-hmm. But they cut it out completely, and he's uh, reduced to just being a generic CGI villain in this movie, which sucks because Kurt Connors uh, is a great character. Uh, the idea of him, you know, he he lost an arm. He's a science nerd. He mm-hmm. he heal himself. He, there's like a great core there for a great Spider-Man villain, and they cut it all out. They completely fucked it up. He's reduced to a nothing villain in this movie. Um, I think Mark Webb made a good movie, but Sony, like, chopped it up, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have, um, like, vivid memories of that, like, gooey baby arm. Like, how it's, like... Looks satisfying. Like, I want to chop off my own arm. Like, I need my, like, hands to grow back with that. Like, I want to, like... I want to re-emerge my own hand. How about I... (laughs) It's like a fetus, like, hand. Like, it's, like, tiny, like a baby hand. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. gooey. 
yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I love goo. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but also, I think it's so funny that the fucking plot of the, or like the, the bad guy plot of this movie is turn people to lizard. Um, that's the entire plot. Like, just, yeah, um, I'm going to make everyone in New York a lizard. Yeah. Without their consent. I like. Spider Man's like, no, Doc, you got to get consent first before you turn people into lizards. Yeah, exactly. No, actually, the movie's about vaccines. Oh my god. Because Peter literally <laughs> shoots a vaccine into the sky. <laughs> That's literally what it's about. That's the solution to ending COVID, to put the vaccine at the top of a very tall building um, and just like. Just shoot it. Yeah. But not all over the city. Um, <laughs> but what, like, what if you're inside? Damn. <laughs> Everybody go outside. <laughs> Everyone go outside. Just real quick, guys. Come on. <laughs> Just uh, for like two seconds. <laughs> let's go. Ayo, Dr. Fouch. I got a I got an idea for you. <laughs> <laughs> um Checkmate Liberals. Checkmate Liberals. <laughs> um yeah, I can can I just say that he looks like shit. Who? Like the the lizard. Oh yeah, he looks terrible. Um, it's like so disgusting. There's a part of me that likes that. I like ugly villains. Yeah, uh, but like it's not ugly in like wow he's so ugly. It's ugly in the sense of like this is this movie was made like right on the line of like we're gonna use CGI to make it look very good, and like the technology was there, but like it wasn't all the way there. Yeah, I will say No Way Home, they're bringing him back for that one. Uh, and he, he looks a little bit better in that one. They kept the general look, but he looks, like, scarier. And mm-hmm. I like that. Um, he has, like, more of, like, a snout and, like, actual, like, teeth. Because this guy just looks like a dude. He looks yeah. like, um, you know that uh, ABC show Dinosaur? Uh, he does look like that. I was trying to figure out what he looks like. Looks just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... It's it's hard though because like there's some scenes where I'm like wow that's a cool villain moment, but it's like mostly undermined by like a, everything else going on. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think like an all time, it's it's difficult though because like there's a lot of shit in this movie that I don't like, but like the ending where they're on the rooftop and uh, just a lot of good shit happening and you know lizards like you know poor Peter Parker all alone and then fucking Gwen's dad comes out and you know fucking saves the day just in time but then he fucking dies in peter's arms yeah Uh, great moment like that is spider-man like your girlfriend's dad's dying in your arms telling you don't fuck my daughter and (laughs) you're like i'm gonna fuck her and (laughs) (laughs) no i mean what i know yeah that was a pretty epic like ending when he was like promises that you can't keep eh (laughs) wake up um, but I <laughs> honestly, Andrew did say a cab in this movie a little bit. He did. He literally did. Um, not just once, like earlier in the movie too, like when um, uh, <laughs> the one cop like tries to shoot him, and he like grabs the gun from him. He's like, "I just saved the day, and this is how you repay me." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, dinner tables. Spider-Man thing guys can't do. 
Yeah. He tells him, he's like, maybe Spider-Man is helping people. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, so, well, like, there's a lot to be said about, like, obviously, like, the militarization of police in real life. But also, I think, like, bringing the whole, like, military aspect into, like, Marvel movies. Um, like, obviously, like, Marvel and stuff is like aligned with like not aligned with like it interacts with the government and government agencies but it's familiar in real life both (laughs) Um, well like in the movie it's like it makes sense yeah but like if a fucking alien invades guess what the military is going to be there but I feel like in this it's like (laughs) It feels like uh, like not like New York because there's like no like bumbling like cops and being like oh boy like look at that guy go like it's like you just want come every on movie to be two thousand two no like it's like come on we need all units out now it's like that's not what I want in the Spider Man movie like I what want you- like. I want, like, a cop, like, eating a donut and being like, look at that guy. Whoa. Like, we need more of that energy. I don't know. I kind of like that. <laughs> Am I movie... making sense? Like... No, not really, honestly. I I just, I, I don't this know. This is up with when you were like, yes, the Mamma Mia, the first Mamma Mia is a worse movie than the second one, but hear me out. It's better. And... You were like, am I making sense? And I'm like, no, Kira. You're... <laughs> I'm like, people usually like the better movie. Um, this Literally, is like, I don't know. And this one, I, I get what you're saying. saying. It's a better thing. I'm saying that it's like, I don't want like realism. I want like a caricature of New York because this doesn't feel like New York. It just feels like a bunch of CGI buildings being thrown together. And maybe I'm like biased because I'm like a New Yorker, but like, I don't know. I like, I will say one scene in this movie that I really, 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 uh, really like is that scene where all the uh, construction people are like, because Spider-Man gets shot in the leg and they like line up the the cranes for him to swing on. Yeah, um, that was like the only like New York community aspect of it all, I feel like. Uh, well, I think it works that it happens at the very end because the whole movie is him learning about that. You know, it's about him because he doesn't really truly become Spider-Man till over an hour and mm-hmm. so it, I don't know I, I kind of like that that he has to learn and he has that moment where he realizes how much because uh, it's a great callback too um, the the lead uh, construction guy is the father of the boy he saves on the bridge earlier in the movie mm-hmm. um, and that's what makes him uh, want to save Spider-Man and I think that's like a great moment because like the the bridge scene's like the best scene in the whole movie, I think. Where the car's on fire and he like webs it up and he, uh, it's one of my favorite Spider-Man moments of all time. The kid's stuck in the burning car, and he, the kid's like scared to climb up, and he he throws the kid the mask and tells him, "Put on the mask, it makes you strong." And he, uh, it's really tense and it's really good, and uh, I think the. But the icing on the cake is like when he gets he webs up the kid and puts him back and uh, gives him back to his dad 
and then he just like sees the appreciation in the father's like eyes mm-hmm. when he gives his son back to him and it's like at that moment where he realized like oh ben was right uh being eventually a vigilante isn't good for anybody like this is like what i should be doing yeah and um yeah it's just and, and then again like and then the callback later with the crane and the dad being the one to orchestrate the whole entire thing is like oh you do a good deed the city of new york loves you and that's spider-man baby i don't know like it's, it's just so cool i don't know yeah i think um not to change the subject i think the funniest thing about this which definitely was like kind of a meme on like tumblr is that he like he uses like bing <laughs> yeah he uses bing. i know that's like the most like off topic thing but i just looked well, up my notes and saw that i prefer bing over like in the mcu when they have like literal like non-existent search engines in those movies like like google bing yahoo no let's go to search.com I think the funniest thing about, like, which, like, obviously, like, I only have seen these things in, like, screenshots on, like, Twitter and stuff. I think the funniest thing about, like, the MCU is that it has become such a cinematic universe where, like, Mm -hmm. in any other movie or, like, TV show, it would be like, oh, we're going to use Bing because we don't want to, like, do copyright for google or whatever but like in the mcu they like justify it by being like no this is an actual universe like these things actually like exist in this universe yeah (laughs) like um wasn't there like a i don't even know there was was it an mcu thing where it was like lilo and stitch the musical or was it a just another like disney thing are you thinking of Hawkeye with uh, Captain America, the musical? Oh, well, there was that. And then there was, like, I think there was, like, a Disney movie where it was, like, Lilo and Stitch is, like, a Broadway musical within that universe. Not the same exact thing, but I would say one of the funniest things I've seen on the internet in the past few years is on, uh, it was a viral clip of uh, General Hospital, the soap opera. Oh, with Dr. Strange. Like, she's like, you know they're having like an argument or no, they're, they're like rekindling a connection. She's like, you know, Dr. Strange is hitting theaters pretty soon. And there's no one else I want to go with than you. And he's like, you know, I heard you can buy tickets right now. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's scary. It's like, Oh it's no. So funny. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's really good. Um, God, I was trying to think of how to even relate that back to this movie. Um, no, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like Bing is a very 2012 thing as well. Yeah, um, shout out to friend of the pod, Zach, host of Back to Back, um, a Bing user. Oh, does he just uses Bing? He uses Bing, yeah. Good thing you mentioned that, because I was about to ask, uh, is Bing a thing still? Like, yeah, is it that... is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, dis- I mean, I don't have any bad experiences with Bing. I just never fucking used it, because uh, uh, there's this thing called Google, Google um, just, like, owns all of our asses, and we just, like, never questioned anything. We're like, oh, they're now offering, like, a free alternative to Microsoft Word. Let me just put all my information in it. <laughs> you know, um, they will come to your door, guns blazing, if you forget your password at 2 a.m., and they yeah. will kill you. They will murder yeah, you. Um, and I love that. And it... <laughs> 
That's sometimes I'll literally just get like a charge on like my account, and it's like Google five dollars. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Yeah, go off, Queen. Um, <laughs> it's like that meme where it's like a go get my purse. It's like Google is the man. You're like, go get my purse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, this movie is really 2012, the more I think about it. Like, it's just yeah. very, like, Tumblr aesthetic, very, um... Uh, do you remember when Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out? And, uh, you don't remember this. I don't know why I asked you. You're not going to remember this at all. But the Daily Bugle was, like, literally a Tumblr website. Was it really? Yeah, it was the dailybugle.tumblr.com, and it's still active right now if you go on it. Um, <laughs> I feel the, like I've seen that on my you dashboard don't. before. But it, times haven't changed because now the fucking Daily Beagle's on TikTok and they have J.K. Simmons doing TikToks for it. That's uh, so fucking funny. Which is kind of epic, actually. Um, but uh, <laughs> but there's a scene in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 where uh, in the opening, uh, Paul Giamatti as the rhino, which I contend if you put it in a Safdie Brothers movie, it would get an Oscar nom. But because it's in a Spider-Man movie, people laugh at it. Um, gives an all-time great performance. But when he's firing a machine gun at <laughs> Peter on the building behind him, there is a dailybugle.tumblr.com uh, like spray paint on the <laughs> like on the fucking brick <laughs> building behind him. Uh, I, I don't know if that's in the actual movie or if it was just in the trailer. Like they digitally inserted it into the trailer. But mm-hmm. it would be funnier if it was in the movie too yeah um, but yeah it's just I, <laughs> this it's movie, just, they change with the times and i find that funny yeah because like in the leaked emails they mentioned earlier they mentioned um there's like a lot of like leaked emails about the production of amazing spider-man 2 mm-hmm. where amy pascal was like is there any way to incorporate edm into these movies <laughs> like we should maybe have peter parker be a raver kid i see that's trending on twitter nowadays and Those I, emails are like the funniest things. Um, like Seth Rogen nothing. getting kicked out of the Sony offices because he smoked too much pot. <laughs> and then, and uh, <laughs> the Channing Tatum email that was like, Yeah, boy, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my 23 Jump Street? Um, that's all <laughs> I Leak that, North Korea. Literally. Um, <laughs> Wow, what a time when, like, people were, like, scared to go see that movie in theaters. Yeah, I didn't, uh, and I was so excited for it. I I saw it, I think I rented it that day when it came out, but uh, what a L. Yeah, I, like, was not allowed to see it in theaters. Um, That one on Netflix, right? Eventually. Or a rental? It it was was a rental, yeah, because I remember I rented it from Google Play for, like, because I remember I went on Christmas, uh, Google Play like fumbled with it, I remember, and they put it on Christmas Eve instead of Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So I have like memories of watching it on Christmas Eve. Well, like my family was like downstairs and I was just like watching <laughs> the fucking yeah. interview. Um, cackling to myself. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, this came out like in a very weird time where I feel like, it also it came out the same year as the Avengers. So it was like trying mm-hmm. to be like a little solo project. Wow, that's crazy to like put it into perspective. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun to like match up calendar wise, uh, with other superhero movies. Like it came out um two months after the Avengers, and three weeks before the Dark Knight Rises. That is uh, unhinged. Yeah, 
it uh i don't know and it's weird because like also amazing spider-man 2 came out the same year as guardians of the galaxy so it really isn't that far apart from like everything we know right now yeah it and also the amazing spider-man 2 made a ton of money like it made Mm -hmm. a ton of money it made uh it, it didn't make as much as other spider-man movies but it in no way was a flop they only rebooted because sony is like literally insane and uh they fired him for like missing a meeting um but it, it i mean and i get like the whole mcu aspect to it too mm-hmm. but it breaks my heart a little bit because andrew garfield's a really fucking good spider-man and I feel like if he was given his due and he was given a better opportunity, he would have killed it. And, um, you know, knock on wood, hopefully he's in the movie this Friday. Uh, uh, he is probably, but, um, I'm going to be so excited to see him. Like, I don't know. Not only interact with like Toby and Tom, but also like actually like not have those restraints of like corporate pressure or like, uh fucking like product placement like tumblr like because uh, like there's some wild shit in this movie that just feels out of place like that scene where he's fucking skateboarding and uh it's like footloose a little bit but with a yeah when he's like swinging around on like the chains on some random warehouse <laughs> well, no like, okay wait i have a note about that scene wait so this was released okay this is, like, where I can imagine, like, writing, like, fan fiction in my head of, like, how this went down in meetings. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this came out around the time that, like, parkour was really popular. Yes. Do you think that's why those scenes are in there? Yeah, 100%. Like, they made him a, they made him a skater guy in this movie, which, um, he's, there's interpretations of Peter where he's, like, an angsty teen, like, <laughs> just like this. But at least in my comic knowledge, and I've read a lot of fucking comics, I don't remember him ever being a skater. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is like a Sony. And I don't even hate it. I'm just saying I think it's a Sony thing. Uh, Feel free to leave me hate mail if you have read a skater Spidey comic before. I'll take the L. But, uh, no, I'm pretty positive that's exactly what it is. Especially because, again, like those Sony leaked emails where they wanted to make him a raver guy in the second one. And Mark Webb actually had to reply, like, absolutely fucking not. Like, <laughs> I draw the line. <laughs> it's just so funny that these are, like, emails that people are having back and forth. Like, imagine, like, if people, like, looked at our Twitter DMs and it was just, like, oh boy. me sending you to share zone. And people are like, wow, this is what goes <laughs> behind the scenes at a podcast. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm led canceled. them to making this creative choice. I'd get canceled, but not for anything problematic, just for, like... Being well being stupid and sometimes uh horny and also uh mostly dumb um, <laughs> wait like, that means do not want to know uh what i think of the uh the mom from Stuart little you do not want to, like you don't want to know do not those are those are episodes people are like requesting like episodes of like some like classic zillennial movies and what you guys don't know is that adam actually wants to cover them behind a paywall <laughs> so he can release his true feelings it's this is actually just an entire uh money laundering operation on my part yeah um, that's so funny uh, hey adam for his thoughts about the mom and store little 
Hammer, 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 Hammer. Auga. Auga. This is probably like beating my ape, my uh, my uh, chest like an ape. Okay. <laughs> 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 like squeaking. I'm canceled. <laughs> literally only cancelled on your like tombstone it will say like Adam cancelled being stupid being horny for Stuart Little's mom wasn't she like Miss Honey in like Matilda hold on I'm gonna I'm gonna bookmark this fact check me later. um because okay. if so, then, like, you're not alone. You have an entire internet behind you. I'm, I'm, I'm look, um, I don't think that's her. That girl looks like a, what do you call it? Um, the one who's in all of Ryan Murphy's projects. Oh, what? It's not her, but I'm saying Sarah Paulson. Wait, you will not believe this. What? Yes, Sarah Paulson. Miss Honey and Matilda is Peter Parker's mom in this movie. What are you talking about? Miss Honey. That's what you said, right? From Matilda? Yeah. Is Peter Parker's mom in this movie? Hold on. Spider Man. Hold on. I'm not lying to you. This is. (laughs) She was also an old. Okay. She was the adult, um, uh, what's, what do you call it, uh, the one from Judge Rapid. Um, Why did I, like, Stockholm Syndrome myself into thinking that Gina Davis was Miss Honey? No. Um. Not, not Stockholm Syndrome, Mandala Affected or whatever. But, yeah, Miss Honey is Peter Parker's mom in this movie, so, wow, what a... What a way to wrap it all together, I think. Damn. <laughs> uh, I'm, like, staring G- at pictures of Gina Davis now, and I'm, like, so confused. Who is M. Beth Davis? So, Gina Davis is the one that I have to be uh, horny they on. They don't me. even look alike. Ah, <laughs> uh, hmm. They look a little bit alike. As Not in they're really. both, like, no, white they look, they look nothing alike, yeah. <laughs> But she's six feet tall. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, Kira. All right, go ahead. Mommy. <laughs> all right, that's all the time we got today, guys. Uh, I... We're only at 54 minutes, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, she even came back for Stuart Little 3 Call of the Wild. They all like the movie. Uh, the third. <laughs> no, that's the second one. The third one's the one where he goes on a camping trip and gets, like, fucking lost in the creek because he's a fucking rat. And, like, why else would he... There's so many, like, logistical issues in that movie where they're, like, surprised that he gets kicked by a soccer ball. And it's like, yeah, he's a fucking rat. Like, what do you... Like... He physically cannot kick a ball. He's a rat. I... As a... As a childhood, like, lover of Stuart Little, I have to say... You're about to, like, drop a horny for Stuart on pod. What? Are you about to tell me that you're like horny for Stuart? No. Just making sure. What? I was just gonna say. He's a short thing. Okay. Anyway. 
I think one of the funniest things ever is like <laughs> when people are like, if I was at like an orphanage and somebody picked like a rat over me, I would literally <laughs> just have no reason to live anymore. Can you imagine like the insecurities that you would like the trauma of that? Literally. Yeah. Fucking goop and uh, uh, Meet the Robinson. Goob, uh, Meet the Robinson. Imagine like, that was his intro. Origins. Yeah, goop. Uh, <laughs> doesn't she have that Netflix show now called Goop? Yeah, there like was a show and now there's a new one. Did you just watch that Cody Co video? Cody, no, I didn't. Because oh, um, he talked about it. Oh, <laughs> very strange show. I, uh, I had a girl on Tinder that was like obsessed with it, and she was like, "You should watch it." And I'm like, "Thanks, I won't do that." Um, <laughs> but I. <laughs> Damn, you heard it here first, folks. Adam hates women. I mean, that's what I've been saying. Uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. I don't mean that, guys. I... Now, hold on. I, I, I don't mean that. I... I'm fucking on cut gems. Like, I don't, I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. The tone of, uh, I heard you research your swimming pool. I heard you hate women. I I don't know. I never resurfaced anything. I never hate anybody. Anyways, Spider-Man? I'm sticking myself in. Yeah, Spider Man. Um, I <laughs> to clarify, I love two things: love women, and I love Spider Man. We're just gonna really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Hey friends, do you love movies? The good ones? Even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? Of course you do. That's why you listen to this podcast. It sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies, so much that they've dedicated every waking moment of their life to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the 20th anniversary of the cinematic masterpiece Josie and the Pussycats, Zillennial Canon Award winner, I'll add that, to comfy sweatshirts made for the brave members of the Movies By Yourself Club. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors, like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Super Yaki joyously brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Superyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. As a special gift to you, because we love you and appreciate you, listeners can save 10% on their next order with code SUPERZILLENNIAL in all caps with no spaces at checkout. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Thank you so much, Superyaki, for sponsoring this episode. Let's watch more movies, guys. Um, so I have a note yeah. that says um, that the guy who robbed the bodega that kills Uncle Ben, he looks like Moondog. A little bit, yeah. Um, I like how in the movie, because he's the one that kills Uncle Ben, yeah. he uh, he just goes after, he's like, he realizes how many scruffy looking uh white guys with 
moderately long blonde hair there are in New York City. So he just targets them. Yeah, he just he assaults them straight up. The cops are like, he's assaulting people that look exactly the same, like Moondog from the, the beach bum. The beach bum, yeah. I like, um, because in, in the Raimi movie, they, uh, they say, uh, they give it like a good reason for like, um, I missed the part where that's my problem, and he like lets mm-hmm. the guy run away. And this one, you also kind of feel like, it's like, first of all, Peter just wants chalky milk. Like, that's all he wants. Yeah. And the guy won't let him borrow a penny. It's and, like that uh, that Domino meme where it's like Peter wanting chalky milk and then like the I mean, top Domino is like being burdened with like being a hero and like being haunted by Uncle Ben. <laughs> well, I mean, so the Remy movies do uh, like uh, so much money. Uh, they could buy a car with, and mm-hmm. this one does, but but chalky milk. <laughs> he just really wanted chalky milk, literally. I, and honestly, that's why he's my Spider-Man. Because uh, <laughs> I, I do also want I also chalky want milk. Chalky. Listeners, if you want to, um, Patreon subscribers, if you want to send me some chalky milk, or just send me a Venmo request, and for uh, one penny. <laughs> yeah, for one penny, so I can buy my chalky milk. Thank you. I would love that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. this reminds me of like when on AOK I had a the era of Joe's bail fund and I collected a total of like seven cents um, for it why did Joe get arrested um, being stupid true He's being a fucking dork I think free guys a good movie everyone go like Adam's point yeah oh yeah I ratioed Joey earlier, and he's not going to win, but, like, go like it anyways, so I can just properly ratio him. Uh, to quote uh, he who must not be named from the social network, uh, let's gut the frickin' nerd. True. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like this movie. <laughs> Spider-Man uh... You know. It's cool sometimes. Um, like I said, its biggest flaw is that I found it boring. Uh, biggest compliment. Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone are hot. And they have good chemistry. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of... It does things to me sometimes. When you just see two hot people. With chemistry? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love when I love when like leads like date each other and doesn't crash and burn uh, like the uh, Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas thing where they were in like a like sexy like thriller together and then like yeah and then a pandemic happened and the movie just never came out and they ended up like getting into like an intense like romance like mid pandemic and then like. The movie just got like dumped on Hulu or whatever. Can you imagine? Like, what would be better, or what is going to be better? Uh, it coming out way post their breakup, so it's like awkward when it comes out. Or would it have been better if it came out during the height of their romance? Well, it's funny because it's like I feel like a lot of the like, oh, it's been pushed is like, well, they're gonna have to do like a press tour and stuff together, and like now they don't really have to because it's just going to yeah. be like 
on streaming like yeah. yeah no i no i felt the same way i uh i i was excited for that movie um i worked on that movie and <laughs> i uh i uh i was excited for it and who fucking knows when's gonna come out now because streaming just it doesn't matter with streaming you can release it on a tuesday mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> you can release it right now it would get the same viewership believe it or not True. um uh but yeah, I don't know. I, that's a little depressing that like a good adult drama is going to streaming and yeah, a little unfortunate. But you know what's yeah. not going to streaming? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, can I just say, as like a little epilogue to this, because mm-hmm. I, I said my piece on this movie. Uh, I, I, I like this movie, like warts and all. I think there's a good movie despite like some you know, some questionable villain choices and uh, uh, you can tell like Sony's influence at points, right? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I have the hot take of saying uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two, great movie, and I uh, it, it, I don't know, I I think it's fantastic. It it looks like a different movie, like it look mm-hmm. it's colorful. That is the most colorful Spider-Man movie, other than Spider, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it looks like a comic book comes to life. Uh, it it incorporates the Sony shit, but like in a smart way, there is EDM in the movie, but it's like Electro's theme song. And I think it's kind of clever because it's electronic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like they got it, but like it, it worked in the context. <laughs> they uh, love to it, see a girl boss winning. Amy Pascal. Amy Pascal. Her, have you seen her hair? Lately? Probably. Oh, lately? She, no. She looks like Rachel Dolezal. Um, she's insane. I, I, <laughs> She, like her hair looks nuts um uh but also yeah amazing spider-man 2 yeah i think that movie has oh, like a it's lot of like her hair is like wide it's bad it, she looks like the doll from rugrats that angelica always has oh, um, um anyways amazing spider-man 2 i love that movie uh it doubles down on the chemistry of andrew garfield and emma stone um i think the villains are better i think uh, it looks better uh there are some genuinely beautiful moments in that movie uh and uh when fucking gwen spoiler alert dies in that movie mm-hmm. it's like the saddest thing ever and um i don't know i i like literally cry every time i watch that movie and i i feel like a dork about it but it like it, there's something about andrew garfield's performance that um it breaks me and um yeah it's just it's a better sequel and i wish people would give it a uh, a chance because i feel like it's mentioned along so like bad movies and i'm like but it's good yeah i um i feel like it's one of those things where it's like people are like this is bad and then like some random guys on twitter are like actually this is good and it'll get like reclaimed and think pieces in like five years me i'm the guy um yeah. although i felt this way like i've never not felt this way about amazing spider-man 2 like i've even when i first saw it i was like wait this is like great and then i every time i've rewatched it since i'm like and there's bad stuff in it like there is bad stuff uh i don't know if dane dehan is like really good as harry osborn which is like mm-hmm. some wild casting um they got fucking uh, uh god what's his name uh the guy <laughs> Chris Cooper, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's Norman Osborn in it. Um, there's a lot of good casting in that movie. Uh, 
Felicity Jones is Black Cat. Uh, Shailene Woodley was supposed to be MJ, but they cut her out of the movie. Um, so funny. A lot of good casting in that movie, but... Uh, it's like extremely, like, 2010s casting. It is, and I'm kind of glad that they never gave Shailene Woodley the light of day in that movie, because uh, I, I like her as an actress in certain movies, but... Um, it would literally just be like Secret Life of the American Teenager. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a millennial show. Uh, oh my god, we should do a mini series on it. Did you ever um, see? Like, I've never like watched like episodes of the show. Like, I've only seen clips. Sorry, this is like a side note. Um, but did you ever see? Did you ever see that scene where it's like her like looking? She's like in New York City. And she's, like, asking for directions, and it's literally just, like, a slideshow of her with, like, a map, and they look like stock photos from, like, a university's website, and it's just, like, she's, like, asking, like, random people at, like, hot dog carts and stuff for directions, and it's literally, like, a slideshow, like, a PowerPoint presentation. Um, no. But oh, my gosh. My, my question for you, this show, it's about teenage pregnancy, right? That's what it's about? Like, yeah. she has a baby or yeah. something? Um. ABC Family, right? Yeah. Um, cool. That's all I need to know. Uh, I, I, I knew I knew the name, and I knew that she was in it, and I remember the memes. Yeah. The, I know there's, like, some famous out-of-context clip from it. For the oh, life of me, I can't You're my whore, that one. Oh, yeah. She's like, I'm yeah. such a whore. And he's like, but you're my whore. Then she, like, rolls her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> That's me with my Tinder matches, but it's the other way around. Like, I know Shane They're the guy. Um, uh, we really, we should, like, do a mini-series on, like, a TV show. I think that would be so fun. I, think I thought you were going to say be, my Tinder matches. Yeah. Let's get them uh, all on the pod at once, like a round table. <laughs> that's going to be... They're going to be like, is that the guy that I ghosted? Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> they're not gonna have anything to say about me <laughs> except for like the four or five that will um yeah it's good them it's, it's gonna be like a jada smith's uh red table talk yeah about, um, oh my god like me just like interviewing <laughs> your matches and being like so why did you swipe right <laughs> and what did you say when he went off on a tangent about chicken little 2005 like, how did that make you feel um, when he told you to listen to this podcast <laughs> okay here's the thing I have never once told them to I've always said it themselves. Um, usually it comes up like they're like why can't you hang out with me on Mondays because <laughs> I and have I'm obligations like, with my best friend yeah and they're like what are you doing and I'm like it's like it in I Love You Man up. when he's like I watch HBO with Zoe on, <laughs> on Sundays or whatever <laughs> We watch shock a lot together. Uh, <laughs> we, watch we watch chicken little together. We watch nanny McPhee together. Um, now that's a mommy. Uh, anyways. <laughs> okay. I don't know Damn. why that's like the only time I've ever had like a visceral reaction to you saying something like that. Nanny McPhee. That might go too far. I don't know. I just know that McPhee be Griffin. Um, but oh I, my God. 
No, but when she has like the buck teeth at the beginning, because you know, yeah. like the like all her like little quirks like disappear slowly. Yeah, she's like a model at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she has the buck teeth at the beginning, uh, she looks like the duck from Chicken Little. She really does, yeah. <laughs> and both came out in two thousand five. Coincidence? You... I think not. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I feel like it was like a post on like reddit or something and it was like it was like a post where like people like post when they're high or whatever and it was like a picture of the duck from chicken little and it was like i fucking hate this (laughs) (laughs) i like the one where it's a an entire um review of frank and weenie (laughs) they're like i hate this fucking dog this dog represents so much hate in my life. I, my actual deepest trauma is back when I saw this on a school field trip and I thought about murder for the first time. <laughs> I thought about burning down the theater with my other students inside. <laughs> and every time I see the DVD cover, I just think about murder. <laughs> yeah. That's a Zillow movie. Definitely. Um, so you were talking about Nanny McPhee. Do you remember Penelope? Is that the one with the... With the pig nose? Damn shoddy. Yeah. The thing is, I think she's hotter with the big nose. Um, that's what she, it is, right? Like, just like a fat yeah. ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but I mean, like, same. But, like... She, uh, she really set the precedent for make sure your mask is covering your nose. You know? Ayo, Dr. Checkmate. I got a movie checkmate liberals. <laughs> Checkmate. Um, I love that movie. It's so good. What, who's who is she? Like the actress? I think it's Christina Rid- Ricci. What is the Lineal Queen? Um, I never saw that movie. I know exactly what it is because I saw the. Oh, uh, we gotta cover it soon. I loved that movie. No, is this a good movie or is this a Kira good movie? I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was good. It wasn't like cringe if anything it's probably just like fine cuts like a 17 percent on Rotten tomatoes um actually let me look this up right now like it's it's probably not like laughably bad if it's bad it's probably just like average um 53 percent on Rotten tomatoes a 6.7 on imdb and a 48 percent on tvguide.com <laughs> so yeah. TV guide really let me down here. Well, the real question is, how does uh, Common Sense Media? Uh, oh my God, my how do they feel? Let's like, save that for the episode. No, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> we really need to do that more. Is looking at things on Common Sense Media. This is why we need a guy in the chair who is just uh, when we say like, "What's this thing?" Like he does the research for us. Yeah, or she. Hey, or pull they. that up. Pull- no, no, she. Uh, we don't want smart women. <laughs> Whoa, hey, oh, I don't condone that. Get women out of STEM. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't represent this pod anymore. I, I just don't. We're agree tired. The only reason why women shouldn't be in STEM is because we're tired. If there's a we tender match different. listening to this in the future, I do not condone these statements. <laughs> Even though you just heard me earlier talking about women that. should um, rest, we've gone uh, too far. 
So in this episode, um, Kira has regressed to hating women, and I've progressed to finding. Uh, oh no, I respect women to the highest degree. You respect them so much that you don't want them to do anything. Yeah, exactly. That's the most respectful thing is allowing somebody to do nothing. Uh huh. I guess I have to like revitalize my uh, my thoughts on this matter. Um, I'll come back with you uh, with uh, actual thoughts next week on uh, my stance on women working. Okay, cool. Great. Well, I have to get up early anyway tomorrow, so like we need a labor like a like a labor revolution now, if anything. A labor revolution. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't put words together right now. Like, uh, yeah, as you can guess, workers' rights are like in the opposite way. Yeah, Kira is a woman in STEM, guys. She is. Uh, she's she's a woman in STEM when it comes to talking about mid two thousands movies. Retail uh, a part of STEM, actually. Um, I think what we're both trying to say here, Amazing Spider Man, more like. It's alright, Spider-Man. I thought you loved this movie. I like this movie. <laughs> I love Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I think the movie that he's trapped in is okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And it's I'm excited. Fine. It oh. exists. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that's a great word for it. It exists. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely um, does. I, I, I do want to say before we log off, uh, I am uh, we, we're proceeding the night that I am seeing Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, so tomorrow I will have seen the movie. Uh, I am. I don't even know what to say. I am beyond excited. I uh, thank you to all the people in my life that have gotten me to this point and uh, just bullshit and being an obnoxious nerd about this stupid stupid shit and if you got all the way through spider month which was just three weeks thank you sometimes a month can be three weeks as a treat sometimes the people of new york are actually just our audience yeah you know what i mean it's almost like new york city is a character in our podcast damn are, are you gonna make me watch sex in the city movie oh my god absolutely wait because i would I was reading about that um, revival show today, and I had that thought. I was like, because both of them qualify. <laughs> I'm like, have you seen? Guy. Have you seen the movies? I'm gonna give you one guess. No. <laughs> no. Why would I see the movies? Okay. All right. Coming. I'm not even being a hater, but like, at what point would that ever come into my life? I don't know. With one of your Tinder girls. What? T- no. The short answer is no. Um, okay. But I'm not against yeah. it. I, I'm, this isn't me being a hater. Like, I will watch it. Like, if Kira picks it one week, I'll be like... But what will it be funnier if I just go and, like, if I raw dog it? Like, I have no context of the show. Yeah, it would be hilarious. Let's do it. I'll, I'm committing to it right now. <laughs> but not, like, next week or anything. But some at some point... Yeah, we'll year, do a double feature because... The second one is just unhinged. Oh, it's so funny! Did I agree? To, I don't know if I agreed to double feature, but fuck no, it, I guess. you gotta go all in. <laughs> okay. Because like the first one is like kind of good, and then the second uh, one is just like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, complete with like musical numbers and stuff. <laughs> you know, I've uh, I've had a lot of character progression and regression these past mm-hmm. few years, but I think the funniest would be if you got me Sex in the City pilled on pod 
Yeah. So <laughs> I guess we'll see. I remember when we were on uh, no the girls like us pod was on. Mm-hmm. We were talking Ice Princess and it went off into like a little bit of a Sex and the City talk. Yeah. And I I was just confused the entire time. I yeah, like, I don't I don't know. Just Kim Cattrall have, in general just makes me think of girls like us. Have you uh, seen the show like entirely? Um, I haven't seen like the last half of the last season except for like a few episodes. Like I'm like missing a few episodes towards the end. Are you gonna watch the reboot? Yeah, probably. I just like yeah. I heard it was cool for fans, <laughs> which I'm like not one of. Um, but I love women, so I'm glad you guys are having a fun time. Yeah, I'm having a great time. <laughs> All right. Well uh I don't know. Adam, where can they find you? <laughs> well, other than watching Sex in the City, the movie, I guess, um, you can follow me on fucking Twitter <laughs> at Adam underscore not Sandler. Um, my other podcast, the Aggressive K podcast. And um, you can find me nutting in my gosh darn jeans tomorrow night. I see Spider-Man No Way Home. So, <laughs> yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at Garlic Emoji. Follow us on Twitter at Zillennial Canon, on Instagram at the Zillennial Canon. Um, yeah. <laughs> Leave us some ratings, some voicemails, perhaps. Some voicemails. Uh, some voicemails, mayhaps. This is my lady. <laughs> Ladies and Sam, keep doing what you're doing. It's beautiful. Wait, I thought you were against them. What? I cannot stress enough that I stayed up until 4.30 in the morning last <laughs> night, and it is 1.30 in the morning right now, and I woke up at, like, 9 a.m. today, and I have to get up at, like, 8.30 tomorrow. Kira is just in girl boss hustler mode right now. Exactly. Um, That's why I'm saying, shit, like, women shouldn't have the right to work because they don't <laughs> want to get up for work in the morning. Like, <laughs> like you know women like that's me like am i right ladies like yeah let's, let's i'm a regular away, carrie bradshaw let's take away their voting rights because she has to get up in seven hours i didn't say um, voting rights women should women should be the only ones that get um <laughs> women and uh dudes who go snore me 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 in their sleep are the only ones that have rights <laughs> to vote yeah to vote. all right okay bye guys Bye. <laughs> Literally, what the fuck? <laughs>